Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey, reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1450. So today I submit myself completely and with loving consent to your holy will, O Lord, and to your most wise decrees, which are always full of clemency and mercy for me, though at times I can neither understand nor fathom them. O my Master, I surrender myself completely to you, who are the rudder of my soul. Steer it yourself according to your divine wishes. I enclose myself in your most compassionate heart, which is a sea of unfathomable mercy. I am ending the old year with suffering and beginning the new one with suffering as well. Two days before the new year, I had to go to bed. I was feeling very bad, and a violent cough was weakening me, and together with this, a constant pain in my intestines and nausea had brought me to the point of exhaustion. Although I could not join in community prayer, I united myself spiritually with the whole community. When the sisters got up at 11 o'clock at night to keep vigil and welcome the new year, I had been writhing in agony since nightfall, and this lasted until midnight. I was uniting my sufferings to the prayers of the sisters who were keeping vigil in the chapel and atoning to God for the offenses of sinners. When the clock struck twelve, my soul immersed itself more deeply in recollection, and I heard a voice in my soul. Do not fear, my child. You are not alone. Fight bravely, because my arm is supporting you. Fight for the salvation of souls, exhorting them to trust in my mercy, as that is your task in this life and in the life to come. After these words, I received a deeper understanding of divine mercy. Only that soul who wants it will be damned, for God condemns no one. Today is the feast of the new year. I felt so bad in the morning that I barely managed to go to the next cell to receive Holy Communion. I could not go to Mass because I felt so sick, and I made my thanksgiving in bed, too. I wanted so much to go to Mass and then to confession to Father Andras, but I felt so bad that I could, not, could, neither, I could go neither to Mass nor to confession. And because of this, my soul suffered a good deal. After breakfast, the Sister Infirmarian, Sister Chrysostom, came along and asked, Sister, why didn't you go to Mass? I answered that I couldn't. She shook her head disdainfully and said, Such a great feast day, Sister, and you didn't even go to Mass. And she left my cell. I had been in bed for two days, writhing in pain, and she hadn't visited me, and when she did come on the third day, she did not even ask if I were able to get up, but asked irritably why I hadn't got up for Mass. When I was alone, I tried to get up, but I was seized again with sickness, and so I stayed in bed with a calm conscience, yet my heart had plenty to offer the Lord.' 
joining itself spiritually to him during the second Mass. After the second Mass, Sister Infirmarian returned to me, but this time in her capacity as Infirmarian and with a thermometer. But I had no fever, although I was seriously ill and unable to rise. So there was another sermon to tell me that I should not capitulate to illness. I answered her that I knew that here one was regarded as seriously ill only when one was in one's last agony. However, knowing that she was about to give me a lecture, I replied that at the present time I was in no need of being incited to greater zeal. And once again I remained alone in my cell. My heart was crushed with sorrow and bitterness, flooded my soul, and I repeated these words, Welcome, New Year, welcome, cup of bitterness. My Jesus, my heart is eager for you, and yet the gravity of my illness prevents me from participating physically in the community prayers, and I am suspected of being lazy. My sufferings are becoming greater. After dinner, Mother Superior, Irene, looked in for a moment, but she left very soon. I intended to ask to have Father Andras come to my cell to hear my confession, but I restrained myself from making the request for two reasons. First, not to give occasion for murmuring, as had happened above in respect to Holy Mass, and secondly, because I would not even be able to make the confession since I felt I would burst into tears like a little child. A while later, one of the sisters came along and again reproved me. There's some milk with butter in the oven, sister. Why don't you drink it? I answered that there was no one to bring it to me. St. Faustina surrenders herself completely to the will of God. She asks Jesus to steer her rudder so that she will arrive at the correct port. We can think of the stormy sea of Galilee that the apostles had to cross. Faustina closed out the year in suffering. While the other sisters prayed in the new year, she was writhing in agony in her bed. She united her sufferings with their prayers. At midnight, Jesus comforted her and encouraged her to fight bravely to save souls. St. Faustina couldn't attend Mass on New Year's Day, but she was able to receive communion. And the sister infirmarian, who hadn't visited her for two days while she was writhing in bed in pain, gave her a lecture, thinking that she was simply being lazy. We should be slow to judge other people. Her judgment hurt St. Faustina on a human level. When the Mother Superior briefly visited, St. Faustina wanted to ask her to send Father Andras to hear her confession, but she didn't do so. She didn't want the other sisters to be murmuring and gossiping about her receiving special treatment and requiring the confessor to come to her. And she was afraid that if he did come, she would just burst into tears because she was so emotionally fragile at that point. Another sister tried to get her to go to the kitchen to have some buttermilk, but Faustina didn't even have the strength to get up, and she said there was no one to bring it to her. She suffered in many different ways. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast 
to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.